And today, David Lomond, what are we talking about? Hi, Jane. Hi, everyone. Well, today I thought we'd talk about stress and the thyroid gland and what can be done about it. This is 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond. We do it for our sponsor, balancetowellness.com.au. And today we're talking about stress, David. We are, but particularly we're talking about stress on the thyroid gland and how stress, any stress, whether it's food stress or physical stress or emotional stress, can actually affect the thyroid gland and an imbalanced thyroid gland can then have vast effects on the body. I mean, just some of the symptoms of that, it can lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to palpitations of the heart. It can lead to increase in weight. A lot of people have overweight because the thyroid gland isn't working properly. But they go to their doctor and they find that their thyroid gland is in what's called the recognisable range. Yet they know that there must be something wrong. Sometimes they've got a pressure in their neck or they've got this feeling that there's there's an uncomfortable feeling there that they don't know what to do about. But the test actually shows nothing's wrong. When underlying that, there is a real problem with the thyroid gland. And what I wanted to talk about today was how that comes about and some of the things that uh, listeners can actually do about supporting their thyroid gland so that it doesn't get any worse and in certain cases they can actually reverse that situation. So where will we start? Well, start, I think, with the fact of how the thyroid gland gets involved in stress in the first place, because there's a whole range of different problems that arise from the thyroid gland, but there's only really two simple starting points. And the first starting point is the point where the adrenals are stressed. And the adrenals have two levels of stress. In one level of stress, they release adrenaline, and in another level of stress, they release cortisols. Now, the release of the adrenaline affects the functioning of the liver and the pancreas, and through that, the thyroid. The release of the cortisols affects the brain, and it affects the body's ability to actually handle the thyroid hormones, and that directly affects the thyroid gland. And uh, stress, of course, are we looking at how we handle that or how we handle the thyroid? Uh, Both. Both. Because the thyroid is just on the end of a cascading event. So the important thing is to recognize that if you can stop the stress at the beginning, you you can do mindfulness courses, you can do relaxation. I work with hypnotherapy with clients. Anything that you can do to calm the system down and help the person cope better with any stresses in their life means that they don't get into the situation where the thyroid becomes either overactive or underactive. And that's really the most important thing to me is the preventative action of doing that. And even when someone has got a thyroid problem, even if they're on thyroid medication, in order to stop it getting any worse, learning how to take care of stress is one of the first things that really does help the person. Of course, you mostly only realise you are stressed or stress is affecting you when you are stressed. Yes. Not before. Not before. And the thing is that most people don't have techniques to handle stress. You know, they, because if you haven't been shown how to handle stress as a child, if you've never had stress handling techniques passed down to you in your family, and not many of us ever have, then it's very easy to get stressed by things which are outside of our control. 
and people do that all the time, that they're, they're stressed by these events which, over which they have no control whatsoever, and that stress is allowed to run their life. And it doesn't work. You know, we can stress over what our partner's doing. Well, we've got no control over that. We can stress over what our work colleagues are doing or what our work boss is doing. We really don't have a lot of control over that either. So the more that people can learn to be calm and relax and just go within themselves, learn how to breathe is especially important. Then they can handle stress much better. Then the release of the adrenaline and the cortisols is reduced. Then their adrenals are protected. Their liver is more protected. Their pancreas is more protected. Their brain is more protected. And they can go on with life in a much less stressful state. To NURFM's Health and Wellbeing for our sponsor, balancedtowellness.com.au. And we're looking at stress and thyroid with naturopath David Lomond. And perhaps a good question is, how do you know when your thyroid is being affected by stress, David? Well, unfortunately, the difficulty is that the blood tests are often inconclusive. People know they've got a problem. They can feel it in their throat or their neck. They know that there's a problem there, but it's not conclusive when they do the blood test. The blood test seems to be okay. But there's a number of reasons why that is so, and it's a bit technical to go into today, so not even going to go there. But there was a guy called Broder Barnes, and he wrote a book called Hypothyroidism and Unsuspected Illness, which is still available, where he talked about the, and he was a doctor, And he talked about the fact that what he found constantly in clinical practice was that where people have this sensation or any of the symptoms which come along with thyroid, ringing in the ears, for instance, is one, hair which falls out, um, hypertension or hypotension, hypoglycemia, low blood sugar we've talked about, menstrual problems can be thyroid related, increase or decrease in weight, Skin problems, acne, psoriasis, eczema, they can all be thyroid-related, and there's many, many more, including constipation, easily fatigued, sensitive to the cold, allergies, high serum cholesterol. They can all relate to thyroid. So the important thing is that if any of those symptoms are there, if anyone would like to do a basal temperature test, they can check and see whether the metabolism of their thyroid is working effectively because one of the major roles of the thyroid is to um, effectively balance the metabolism of the body. So, you know, when we say people could eat, you know, just uh, have the smell of food and they're going to get fat, well, often that's a thyroid condition. So they're trying to eat the right way, but they're not able to lose weight their body temperature isn't right, they feel overloaded. That's often due to the fact, one of the factors is the thyroid, but it's all caused basically by stress which hasn't been handled effectively to enable the body to release uh, all the pressure that it's feeling and for the thyroid to balance the metabolism. So if people would like to do, and they can write this down, if they would like to do a basal temperature test, And the simple way to do that is first thing in the morning, before you get up, when you first awaken, take a thermometer that's shaken down the night before from the bedside table, place it under your arm in the armpit, 
and leave it there. If it's digital, it'll beep. If it's a mercury thermometer, leave it there for about five minutes and then take the reading. Now, the thyroid is supposed to regulate the temperature of the body between 36.6 and 36.8. When the thyroid is out of balance, it won't be able to regulate the body temperature at that, which means that your body is not burning fuel efficiently. So it's important to notice what your temperature is. I get my clients to note that down over a number of days and they usually bring it back to me and say, oh, I didn't realize that. I'd had these blood tests. They weren't showing anything, but this shows that my thyroid's imbalanced. So I'm really pleased that I've got that information now because it gives me more understanding of what's happening in my body and it gives me more information about what I can actually do about that. And that's what I really love to do is to give people the information and the education that will help them learn new skills of how to take care of their health. So that's taking the temperature while you're lying in bed or once while you're lying in bed. Mm -hmm. Yes. You stay in bed and you just do it while you're in a state of calm and rested. That's the best way to do it. And the reason Broder Barnes chose the armpit to do it with rather than the mouth was that what he found was there's a lot of unsuspected um, temperature fevers and those type of things that show up in the mouth but don't show up in the armpit. And it's quite common that the temperature difference between the mouth and the arm can be up to two degrees difference. And what he said was that is a sign of thyroid deficiency. And if people knew that they could do their own testing, find out what was going on, not just take notice of what the blood test shows, because he proved in his book that the blood test was not as accurate as the basal temperature test. And there are certain doctors around, endocrinologists around, who actually use the basal temperature test, as naturopaths do, to find out just how effectively the thyroid is working. To NURFM's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomman. We do it for our sponsor, balancetowellness.com.au. And we're talking about stress and the thyroid and taking a basal temperature, taking a temperature every morning. David, what would you expect to see? Would you expect, if you have a healthy thyroid, would you expect the temperature to be the same every morning? You would expect, and with a healthy thyroid, um, you would expect the temperature range between 36.6 and 36.8. With an unhealthy thyroid or a thyroid which can't balance the metabolism effectively, the numbers can be all over the place. I've got some people when they do the test, they've got one or two in that zone, but most of the others can be down 35 point something or 34 point something. But most people, when I suspect there's a thyroid condition, most people are in the 35s. Most people are at least a degree off which means that the thyroid is not running the metabolism effectively. So any of the symptoms that they're suffering from can actually be coming from that as the thyroid is imbalanced and that's affecting the way in which their body is actually able to function. So the important thing with that is to say, well, what can we do about it? Very important question. I believe so. And I mean, that's what I base the clinic on, basically, is what can we do about this and what can we do about that? Because most people don't... I mean, the reason why we've got problems, any of us have got problems, is because we just don't have the skills of knowing what to do about those conditions. But to me, health is in a fairly simple place, and it's more about cause and effect. 
So I'd go back and look at their cause, and the cause is often the stress that the adrenals are under, cascading through the body over years and years and years, sometimes a lifetime of stress from old emotional instances that have never been let go, from instances as a teenager, from self-esteem issues, from a whole lot of different things of that nature, from disharmony in relationships, all different sorts of things that cause the person to feel suppressed, to feel put down in some way rather than being open and vibrant, because the thyroid is about being able to speak up, it's about being able to be vocal, it's about being able to express ourselves. And to the degree that we've held stuff back and we've never been able to really get that out fully, we will put stress on our body, because our body has to hold those emotions down. And that's just on the emotional side. Then the thyroid also needs the right amount of iodine, It needs the right amount of iron to be circulating in the body. It needs vitamin C. It needs potassium. It needs calcium. It needs all of these minerals to be working effectively in the system. So, you know, as we've talked about before, without the sufficient water, the digestive system can't work. Without the right um, food in the body, the body can't get the nutrients from that food. Without the right minerals, the body can't function with the enzymes. And without the enzymes, the body can't break down the food. So we've got those four basic building blocks that need to be in place. And those four blocks also help moderate the stress in the body. So it's really good that for anybody who's got any sense that they have a thyroid condition, they do the basal temperature test, they check it out if they need to Um, get some more information about that. There's quite a bit of information on the internet and any health professional or naturopath should have information that they can hand on to people. So if you you feel that there's something going on with your thyroid, the blood test has been inconclusive, I suggest you don't stop there. Get in touch with a health professional. They ought to have this information and they'll be able to help you to really find out what's going on particularly if you've had stress in your life that hasn't been resolved. Thank you, David Lomman, and this program will be on podcast on our website too, and urfm.com, and we look forward to your company again next Tuesday after the Midday News.